Hello everyone, this is Dr. Alex Avila. And today we're launching a new special series on Love University. It is called Invincible You Special Edition. So we're going to bring you from time to time powerful messages and knowledge about self-love and self-empowerment that we call Invincible You, being the best you can possibly be, where you learn how to live with passion, purpose, and power. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. Every week we talk about how to improve your relationships, your spirituality, your inner confidence, and how to achieve your dreams no matter what the obstacles are. We've been talking about my book, The Three Secrets of Happiness, Forever Joy Can Be Yours, in which we discover the secrets of fulfillment and joy and contentment, not just once in a while, but on a consistent, long-term basis. And we begin with the story of the amazing Master Tanaka. There once was a happy sage named Tanaka who lived in a remote wilderness mountain area with long flowing hair, a hairless face, and features that were neither precisely male nor female, this master teacher was a mysterious figure indeed. For our purposes, we will refer to Tanaka as a man, although this is not certain by any means. Tanaka may have been a man, or she could have been a woman. No one could really tell. Tanaka's age was also a mystery. Some said Tanaka was in the middle years of life. Others said Tanaka was very old, but looked much younger. People also had a hard time figuring out Tanaka's nationality. Some guessed Japanese, others said Native American, and still others said Latin of some sort. But no one really knew the answers to these questions about Tanaka. The only thing that people knew was that he was a happy-go-lucky sage that exuded an extraordinary sense of gentleness, kindness, love, and happiness. Tanaka lived in a modest way. He dressed simply but elegantly in clothes he made with his own hands. He tended to his garden, from which he received most of his daily sustenance. He also performed his martial arts exercises every morning without fail. Tanaka, in fact, was considered a gentle warrior, a martial arts master who could kill with a light touch of his hands just as easily as he could heal with those same hands. Some said Tanaka had been a very successful doctor, but who suffered from a nervous breakdown after a especially difficult operation and he had given up the practice of medicine to become a hermit. Others said he came from a very wealthy family and used his inheritance to travel the world, sampling the pleasures and sensualities of the earth until he grew tired of it all and chose the simple monastic life. Regardless of the theory of how Tanaka became Tanaka, one thing was certain. He was a happy man, always singing, laughing, and playing with animals or children. Tanaka was never seen sad, depressed, angry, irritated, or frustrated in any way. He also didn't seem to crave any type of worldly success or approval, any type of material accumulation. He seemed perfectly content with who he was and the way he lived. One day, a famed psychiatrist who specialized in treating the most difficult cases of schizophrenia heard about Tanaka from one of his colleagues and decided to investigate for himself. Through a mutual acquaintance, the psychiatrist, we'll call him Harry, arranged to meet Tanaka at his mountain residence to learn more about Tanaka's secrets of happiness. Upon arriving at Tanaka's residence in his chauffeur-driven Mercedes, Harry was eager to get to work. Harry had brought his two secretaries and special video recording equipment to make sure that everything they discussed was meticulously recorded. Harry smiled as he thought about how the meeting with Tanaka would provide excellent material for a bonus chapter in his upcoming autobiography, Lessons from the Master Shrink. The chapter will detail some of his theories on delusional behavior and include his interview with Tanaka, the famous recluse who claimed to know the secrets of happiness. In fact, Harry decided 
A great title for the chapter would be The Hermit Who Claimed Happiness. Upon seeing Harry approach with his entourage and recording equipment, Tanaka came out of his modest home in a quite unexpected manner. He was completely and unashamedly naked. At this point, Tanaka did appear to be a man, as he was endowed in a certain well-proportioned manner that made an excellent case for maleness. Greeting Harry warmly, Tanaka calmly and sweetly said, Please send your friends and cameras over here so they can get a closer look at me. Horrified at Tanaka's completely exposed and naked condition, Harry told his secretaries to wait in the car with the recording equipment as he mumbled, Mr. Esteemed Tanaka, is this a good time? I notice you are without clothes and have brought my assistance in some recording equipment. Please tell me what you would like to do. Today I like being in a natural state, replied Tanaka. If your assistants aren't comfortable with that, please send them away with their recording equipment. Reluctantly, Harry agreed with Tanaka's request to send his people away. Harry thought he might be dealing with a delusional schizophrenic, someone who was completely out of touch with reality. To be on the safe side, Harry told his assistants to wait nearby for his call just in case he needed to leave earlier than planned. I know what you're thinking, Tanaka interrupted Harry's thoughts. You think I must be a nutcase or something. Actually, I like to eat nuts, but I'm not a nutcase. If you look a little closer, you will see that I am not really naked. I simply hypnotized you into believing I was naked, so your assistants would leave and take their cameras with them. I don't like cameras. They are human ways of trying to capture reality, which can't be done because reality is only in the moment. Your assistants would also have gotten in the way of your learning because their reactions would have colored your own experience. Now the obstacles have been removed, and you can learn with pure awareness. What the hell are you trying to pull? asked an enraged and amazed Harry as he realized that he had indeed been tricked. Tanaka was actually fully clothed. He was wearing sandals and some type of homemade robe. Tanaka also had a mischievous grin on his face that made Harry feel even more irritated. When Tanaka didn't answer, he just kept looking at Harry with that same silly grin. Harry tried again to get a response from Tanaka, this time using his most neutral professional tone. Mr. Tanaka, you are an, indeed a very complicated man. I see that you're playing little tricks on me, but I really have no time for games. The clock is ticking. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Asked Tanaka as he burst into uncontrollable laughter and began doing a strange little chicken dance, flapping his arms, making chicken sounds, and hopping and skipping with childish delight. It was an odd spectacle, thought Harry, but also strangely infectious, even somewhat endearing. But right now, Harry wasn't in the mood for fun and games. This was serious. He was being challenged. I will tell you who I am, thundered Harry in his, his deep patrician voice. I am the esteemed Harry Johnson, premier psychiatrist, world-renowned for my work in the specialty area of paranoid schizophrenia. I have published and lectured extensively on the delusional schizophrenic, and I have thoroughly examined the abnormality of human nature. I have written several well-received textbooks in my field, and I have many honors. Stop it, moron, said Tanaka. What did you say? replied an astonished Harry. No one had ever spoken to him like that before. Nobody dared. Idiot, said Tanaka with a straight face. What the... began Harry, desperately trying to contain himself. I didn't mean it that way, said Tanaka, as his face broke out into one of the most beautiful, angelic smiles Harry had ever seen. Harry's anger evaporated just as quickly as it began, replaced by burning curiosity. This man Tanaka was definitely a most unusual sort of individual. He was certainly worth studying. 
Tanaka continued in a soothing, conciliatory tone. I see that you just reacted to the words I used, moron and idiot, in a very severe and angry way. Part of you, your false nature, identified with those words and reacted with defensiveness and hostility. Harry realized what Tanaka was doing, using a psychological ploy to bait Harry into anger, then temporarily pacifying him so Tanaka could keep the upper hand. It was a power and control game that Harry had played many times, and he had always won. Harry liked a good mental challenge, and he was going to enjoy the verbal chess game they were about to play. My dear Tanaka, said Harry, you are a wiser man than I thought. You want to play with me to see how I will react. Very clever. My dear Harry, replied Tanaka with a shrewd wink, you have it all wrong. You think I'm playing with you when it's really you who are playing with yourself. Harry quickly recoiled at Tanaka's use of words. He felt a sharp pain in his stomach. This Tanaka was tougher than he thought, Harry realized. Tanaka's words could soothe, but they could also burn. Harry continued Tanaka, shedding more light on the subject. The problem is that you are not taking your true self seriously, the strong and secure part of your mind that is immune from the world's negative energy. Instead, you are reacting with your lower self, the weak, self-attacking part of you that vibrates and resonates to the bitterness, sarcasm, and insults of the world. Mr. Tanaka, said Harry in an irritated tone, let's cut the psychobabble crap and get to the point. You know the keys of happiness? Tell me, what are the secrets? Tanaka erupted with a deep belly laugh and said, you came all the way here just to ask me that? Who told you I knew the keys to happiness? I don't even know if I have the key to the restroom most of the time. Harry could see that Tanaka was in love with his own jokes, so he decided to joke back. You smell bad, Tanaka. Maybe you don't have a bathroom around here. Even before the words were fully spoken, as they halfway lingered in the air, Tanaka performed a lightning-quick version of a Kori Ashiharai, a front foot sweep, taking out Harry's legs from under him and sending Harry crashing to the ground. Yet Harry didn't fall completely. Tanaka gently caught him by the shoulders and held him up lovingly, caressingly, just like a small baby. Harry even felt a little loved as he was cradled in Tanaka's arms. See how dependent you are on your fellow human beings, asked Tanaka gently, with a carrying lilt to his voice. You need to find people who can sweep you off your feet, but who won't let you down. As Tanaka spoke, he tenderly carried Harry and carefully placed him in a chair under the shade of a tall pine tree. Scared and impressed, Harry simply said the first words that came to mind. Thank you. Satisfied now that Harry had the right attitude to learn, Tanaka began the first lesson. So, Missile students, this is the first chapter in the story of, of Mr. Tanaka, Master Tanaka, and Harry, the pompous psychiatrist. So, it's going to be a story which is a modern fable of personal transformation. We're going to see how Harry learns the three secrets of happiness, which we talked about in our last session. Gratitude, joyful optimism, and forgiveness. But Harry had to start by realizing that there's more to him than just his ego, his false nature, trying to impress other people, trying to be bigger than he really was. But he was really a very strong man once he got to know his true authenticity. And that is what Tanaka is going to teach him, how to get to know who you really are, your true self, the secure part of our mind that is immune from the world's negative energy. And all of you here listening to me today need to do that as well. Get to the true core of who you are, your authenticity, and you will have more power than you ever imagined internally and success externally. So, Mr. students, if you have a comment on today's show, if you want to be on the show, if you have any show ideas, 
You can reach us at invinciblyou now at gmail.com. You can call us at 310-226-8090. You can visit us at our sister podcast, Love University, at loveuniversity.love. You can like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at invinciblyou official. You can follow us on Twitter at invinciblyou underscore. You can also pick up a copy of the book that I wrote, The Three Secrets of Happiness, Forever Joy Can Be Yours, at Amazon.com. And you can subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. So go out this week, have an invincible week, and start to think about who am I really inside? What is my true nature like? My authenticity. How can I discover that power I have within? And also to help other people as well. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avery with Invincible You. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones, and we'll see you next time. Class is now dismissed. <laughs>